Hello, everyone. Welcome to C-Suite Talks, a podcast that takes you inside some of the most interesting businesses and industries today. It explores career success and how we can make a difference. We invite you to join us on this journey and welcome to C-Suite Talks. I'm Beth Hilbing, co-CEO of C-Suite. And I'm Diane Gubin, co-CEO. And this week, we are just so happy to be speaking with Julie Gordon-White. Julie is the founder and CEO of Bossa Bars, Menopause Energy Bars, and an advocate for women in all stages of the pause. Julie is also... (laughs) I love it. Julie is also an award-winning entrepreneur, best-selling business author, and a TEDx speaker. In 2020, Julie launched Bossa Bars after personally struggling with the menopause middle. You'll have to tell us about that if we don't know it. (laughs) And watching her friends suffer in silence as their symptoms and increasing weight gain rob their confidence. We won't talk about buying bigger pants. So anyway, Julie, welcome to C-Suite Talks. (laughs) Diane Beth, so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh So tell us what um, the pause means to you and why you kind of came up with this idea just a little bit more than what was in your interest. Sure, sure. Um, you know, flashback to last summer pandemic, my two adult sons come home, all of a sudden, I, we go from empty nesters to now I'm cooking again, what the heck, making all kinds of sweets, brownies, cookies, you know, to try to fill these uh, young men up. And of course, I'm eating them too. Next thing I know, I put on 10 pounds and I'm 5'1". There's no place for it to go. And <laughs> at, at 55, you know, that's the truth. Right. In 55, um, you know, more in the stages of menopause, it piles all around our middle. And I have heart disease in my family, so that's just a no-go. If our waist is over 35 inches, we increase our risk of heart disease, which is the number one thing that takes us out, ladies. So I had to do something about it. So I started making these bars in my kitchen and, you know, first they were kind of yucky, to be honest. And I I just (laughs) kept, you know, working the recipe and then they started disappearing because my husband was eating them all. I shared them with my friends in our in our pod, and next thing I knew, they're like, "You have to share these with all of us women in the pause." Plus, we need to talk about menopause. Take the shame out of the conversation, and the bar is a tool to give us energy and empower the stages of menopause. Ah, so is this like a substitute for a meal? I, I've had it, but you tell us what, sure. when should you eat this? Yeah, and they're delicious. Thank you. Um, our double decadent chocolate you've been enjoying. And so it's to allow you, the bars are allowed you to make a better food choice. So, you know, all of us women, especially around this age, you know, we're growing in our careers. We're trying to do 50,000 Zoom meetings. Maybe you're getting a kid off to college and we don't have time to sit down always and plan a big meal or even meal plan. Like even that statement sometimes gives me like the, ooh, meal planning. I don't have time. So to be able to have something quick at your desk, in your bag, after workout, in the afternoon, instead of, you know, a big, huge coffee and a something sweet, um, having a plant-based chocolate that has, okay, here's a secret, spinach, kale, and broccoli stuffed inside. Oh, it's wow. so good. Half a day's veggies, right. In the bar, it's a better choice. And the sugar cravings are unreal when your hormones are going nuts. So having something handy, so instead of reaching for some cookies or chips or brownies, then you're choosing something that's going to make you feel better because it's got all the nutrients you need and you're going to feel you know more confident and let's lose just a tiny bit. And yeah, we want to look cute in our jeans, but heart disease is a way more important reason. 
Yeah, no, that's great. I think the cute in the jeans. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, we can't leave that out. I'm not going to lie. You know, we want to yeah. feel good in our in our jeans and leggings. Come on, we got to get out of the leggings right, right. for sure. Listen, nobody nobody can see heart disease, but they see those jeans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can you can feel it though, yeah, Diane. Yeah. I love the real talk. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Beth. What were you? Well, gonna I was going to ask. So, Julie, kind of t- you're an entrepreneur for sure. Um, tell us about your journey. Over over your career to where you are today, kind of how you know how you progressed and what what education you have and how you were able to to be successful, so successful. Yeah, and why this is the natural next step. Yeah, okay, that's a big question, and I'm going to give you the speed answer. Um, <laughs> the crazy thing, you know, way back when when I graduated from college, I was a rhetoric and sociology major, but I've always loved business. But I know that business is about people, so those majors were really. Um, connected to who I am in business. And right out of college, I worked for Sheraton Hotels for eight years in San Francisco, director of sales and marketing and national sales, which I love, highly recommend, you know, for any young women to have a corporate career first, because you learn the ropes on structure and systems and customer, you know, guest satisfaction, all the good things. But as I started having kids, my entrepreneurial spirit really started to show again because I wanted to be in control of my life. And I always say, you know, I work around the clock, but at least I own the damn clock. So it's okay. (laughs) And, um, and so I started consulting and doing different things. And I, I decided I wanted to buy a company. So I made an offer on a company and I didn't get it. I was outbid, but I realized in the process, I like doing this deal a little bit more than running that company. So I worked for another company for one year, learning how to be a business broker. And then I started my own company and I grew that to $5 million and I had 10 men working for me, Yay. which was amazing. Um, selling uh, companies in all sectors from consulting to manufacturing. And I loved it. And then the recession hit and that business pretty much disappeared overnight because there's no financing, no deals. So I wrote a book about selling companies. So now my kids have some kind of legacy knowing their mom knew a little bit of something. um, But, you know, had to figure out what was next and decided through having a three-day silent retreat, which is like a whole nother podcast, ladies. Okay. Um, You know, we're moving so fast. We never get quiet enough to hear what's for us. And I found myself with three days of silence and it came to me, the well for women entrepreneurs, where I could teach women how to grow multi-million dollar service companies that were someday sellable the way I had done and sold other people's companies. So I ran that company for nine years and I I realize now I kind of have like a 10-year cycle, like a nine-year decision and a one-year to uh, unwind or transition. (laughs) I call it a bridge, really. Sabbatical. And um, because I don't think you should leave any experience behind, right? You just bridge forward all the things that you've learned along the way. And so, you know, the boss of our story, and it just seemed like a natural thing. I've never had a product company before. So CPG, Consumer Packaged Goods, was new to me. And I felt like stretching big. So that's how we landed here today. Right. So are you internet sales digital only? Are you in the stores? Yeah, great question. Because there's so many options, right? We need to really think it through and be strategic. We're a digital first company. So Bossa Bars are available on our website at bossabars.com. We are, will be available on Amazon nationwide um, coming in November. Uh, 2021, the years just, you know, blend together now, right? I know. I'm like, what year is this? Um, and so then retail stores will be part of our uh, strategy for later next year. But let's be real. No woman is walking into Whole Foods right now saying, hey, do you have a menopause energy bar? <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> 
you know, it's exciting. It's a new category. So we're really building our presence and awareness on Amazon because we know that's where we're all shopping and who doesn't want their stuff in two days, especially when you've got cravings, you need your bars yesterday. Right. So, I, I want um, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I know tomorrow, <laughs> right? You same day delivery. So we're excited about our partnering uh, with Amazon. So let's talk about menopause in the workplace. All right. Cause obviously you're saying menopause is an issue. To me, menopause is just that weight gain thing. But how, how are you seeing menopause impact women in general and then in the workplace at this period in our time? Yeah, I love that you said that, Diane, because what I've gained uh, and gleaned from speaking to literally hundreds of women now about their menopause journey is that we're all different. Some women feel that they don't even experience symptoms. Other women are down for the count with hot flashes and you know sleepless nights. Um, all the things that happen uh, to women, plus the weight gain, those are really the top three symptoms. And so in work, that often is showing up, and I know it did for me and for other women, with cognitive issues like, I'm making a million typos in this email. How is this possible? Or I can't remember things. So, you know, having to come up with strategies, you know, writing things down. I personally text things to myself all the time. Oh, just, that's great. It's way easier, you know, with the, with the uh, voice recording. So finding those strategies. And some women are also feeling... Um, really, you know, losing confidence or shame because maybe they're having a hot flash in a, in a meeting and they're sitting at the table. They're already worked hard to get to the table. And now all of a sudden you want to take your clothes off. Now, what do I do? Or that perspiration. So, you know, what I, I say to women, you know, just own it. Like I'm having a power search here. It's not really a hot flash. It's a power search. So everybody better listen up. I'm going to take my jacket off. I've got something <laughs> big to say, you know, just own the power of it. And, um, you know, half the population goes through it. It's okay. We don't have to hide about it. And we need to own, uh, our wisdom at this stage, all the things that we gain from time in the saddle and just bring it into the forefront in the marketplace. It's a real thing. And it's okay. Yeah, I love I have a friend that says, Oh, I never had any symptoms. I've, you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh, well, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, right. <laughs> I can remember being in an office setting and just, just saying, Is anybody else hot? It's hot in here. Is anybody yeah, else hot? Right. I'm, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm really hot, right? Okay, <laughs> really hot. That's when you open the door, you go over to the door, and you know, you're like, oh, we just get a little air in here, you know, and you, you've right. got a secret. Yeah. Right. It's, it's hard to describe a hot flash until you've had one. You just hide right. <laughs> from the inside out. Right. So, so tell us what you would tell other women that were interested in reinventing themselves kind of midlife through their career. What advice would you have for them? Yeah, such a great question. You know, first of all, get quiet. We are going so fast. We don't slow down enough to get back in touch with our intuition. And that's what I love about menopause. You have to reconnect to your body because it is screaming at you. Hello, look at me, look at me. So take a minute and reconnect to yourself so you can hear what might be for you in this next step. Okay, we need a retreat weekend. <laughs> I'm coming. Okay, let me know. Um and then from there, you know, with what comes to you, trust it, step into it. You know, maybe that means a change of career. Maybe that means starting a business. Maybe that means a new relationship, or maybe it means stay where you are, but get 
confident, more powerful, and amplify your position right where you are. So there's no judgment, you know, there's no single answer. It's more about listening to what's for you at this time in your life and then jump in. Go for it, sister. Like, don't talk yourself out of it and don't tell everybody about it if they, you know, they don't get it and they just want to, you know, poo-poo in your dreams. Forget that because they don't understand anyway. You've got to own what's there for you, especially now. We, we've earned it. So listen, act, and believe. And I think I, that is so awesome. I think the hardest thing is we've put so much on our plates. It's dumping stuff off of our plates so that we can take on whatever it is that's calling you. Huge. Say no. Say no. Say no. Thank you. As you know, that's as important as saying yes. Often more, especially at this stage. You're so right. We're you know we're doing all the things, which that means we're doing too many things. So less is more. Yeah. Where's the leverage? Well, and a lot of times people have great ideas that they want to implement, but they don't want to take the ownership of them, and they would like yes. you to do. Here's it. a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's okay. But you know, then it doesn't go anywhere. And that's, that's okay, too, right? Sometimes it's nice to have an idea and play with it and realize, hmm, it's not for me yet. That's what I used to tell my coaching clients, because, you know, entrepreneurs have a lot of ideas, very creative people, myself included. So if we just put the word yet on the end of the idea, it doesn't have to go away. It just might not be the time right now. So yet is okay. Okay, Beth, we got we got to own that. Okay. <laughs> the yet. <laughs> Little hack. I said I teach women to create a yet box. So write it down because especially in menopause stages, we're gonna forget. So write it down and you know, put it on a piece of paper and put it in the yet box. So you can go back to it. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a great, great tip. So what would you tell your younger self about life and work? I think um goes back to that trusting yourself. Um as a younger person, you know, especially as women, we, we're working so hard to be whatever we think other people want us to be. And sometimes we lose ourselves. I know I did. And I think there were some good things that come out of that because trying to um, conform a bit helped me achieve in a lot of ways. But then when I got to midlife, had to reckon with all that stuff that I had accumulated that wasn't really for me anymore. But um, listening to what feels right for you. And as a young person, you know, Every step doesn't have to be a huge step. Just do the best job you can right where you are. And when you do that, then the next best step will show up, often even before you're looking for it. So trust yourself and do a great job right where you are. That's what I would say. That is fabulous. That's great. So um, what's an interesting fact or hobby that you have that most people wouldn't associate with you? (laughs) If they know you professionally, uh, you know, what would right. they want to do? Right. When you're not baking blasa bars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't bake them. Thank goodness. Right. Uh, but not anymore. Um, I'm a crazy baseball fan. I'm a gamer babe. Literally for the San Francisco Giants, I'm in the gamer babe group because I love baseball. I think it's because, one, I love I love everything team sport. I love sports psychology. I think it has a lot to do with business. I love uh, three hours sometimes of just calm, chilling out. And I think I secretly love to yell. Like, yeah, you know, for my team. So it's got all the things. Gosh, that's how I feel about the ropes. Oh, yeah. Right, the ropes. Just pound out all that stuff at the gym. You can just nail them. Plus, for being a Giants fan, the the colors are orange and black, so my entire wardrobe is orange along with Bossa Bars, so it's perfect. Oh, that's great. Well, you must have been disappointed then that the Dodgers beat them. Oh. (laughs) Okay, you had to bring that up, Beth. Right. Really? We're friends. (laughs) 
And Beth even knew that. So did any of your boys play baseball? Is that where you got into baseball? Um, I played softball growing up. Hello there, Diane, right? Uh-huh. I played softball, loved baseball myself. Yeah. And then my youngest son, my oldest son was a soccer player. My daughter was a volleyball player. My youngest son was a baseball player. So uh-huh. yeah, that brought it back to the, uh, nice. to the forefront of our lives. So yeah, it's just super fun. I love it. And sorry, yes, the Dodgers did beat us, but we had a really good season. And so... Yeah, I know. I'm just teasing you because my husband, my husband's a Dodgers fan. And I, I know. Yeah. I love it. I know. <laughs> I know you LA folks. I get it. I get it. Hey, so I wanted to ask you real quick, as you entered into making the Bossa Bars and coming up with the ideas and stuff, did you find, did you need financial backing? And did you find it hard to get as a woman? Because we're hearing a lot of women struggle with getting investors and financial backing. Yeah, well, that's another benefit of starting a company in midlife because of previous success. I was able to self-fund the launch, but I also know that I can go farther faster with investors. So after putting in a significant amount of my own personal funds, because you need to have your own skin in the game, um, then we did a friends and family round, which also included a VC, a woman-led VC uh, fund. And so we did secure funding in addition to the personal funds that we put in up front. Because the cool thing, you know, at this point, everybody who's involved is valued at. Almost everyone, our team, almost all, um, all of our investors are menopausal women, which is so amazing. So they are sharing the story, which really helps amplify the impact that we want to have as well as selling bars. Right. So yeah, you know, it's good to have your own money and it's good to work with other people's money too. Mm-hmm. Great. So, so what's your vision? You're going to grow it to sell it. You're going to grow it to, <laughs> I, where do you want to take the company? Big. Can I just say that? Mm-hmm. B-I-G. We love that word. We love that. For me, you know, having a successful company, being successful means that we're making a big impact in the world. That means we are shifting the narrative around menopause. Women are feeling better in their bodies because they're eating our bars. And so why would we want to be small? Why would we want to keep that small? And they're good. Right. Right. Well, I think the bars are so good that you could actually go outside of the menopausal woman circuit because I think that they are just so yummy that you could, you know, eat one before I work out, whatever. Yes, you can. And my husband does steal them. I'll tell the truth. He's, I call him, you know, he's our, my menopause man, my menopause guy. But um, <laughs> the truth is there's over 50 million women in the stages of menopause. That's a huge market. In the U.S. or? In, in the U.S., not globally, 1.2 billion. So I really want to speak to women in the stages of the pause. I'm now 56. This is where my passion and heart is. And that's a big enough market for you know any company to make a really big impact. And yeah, I could speak to, you know, Kids love them too because, and it's great for kids because, you know, a whole bar is more than, it's a full day serving of veggies if you're trying to sneak some spinach into your kid. But the truth is this is bigger than the bar. The bar is really important. The bar is the tool to shift the narrative around confidence versus shame in the stages of menopause. Very good. Well, I think you have an excellent, excellent vision and strategy. Um, we both have had the bars and I've shared it with the friends and they're fabulous and we'll continue to buy them and look for them. Um, I think when they're on Amazon, it'll just go like gangbusters. Thank you. Yeah. So Julie, to your success and we're here for the ride. <laughs> 
Well, thank you, ladies. I, I'm really grateful for your support and being here right in the early days. You know, we just started shipping in April. So in two new flavors coming out in January and February with two more right after that. So I really appreciate being a part of your Woo-hoo! community because business women <laughs> are my women for sure. Um, and um, I'm grateful to be on the ride with you guys as well. Terrific. So thank you, Julie Gordon-White, the founder and CEO of Bossa Bars, which are menopause energy bars. And a thank you to our sponsors, Google, uh, the law firm of Manette, employee benefits company, Woodruff Sawyer, and my firm, Amplify Professional Services, executive search and IT consulting. Thank you all. Thank you for listening today. So hit your subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Leave us a review, five stars, of course. Follow us on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. We love hearing from you. So send us an email at media at csweet.org. And check out our website on www.csweet.org. And thank you and have a fabulous day. And thank you again, Julie, for everything. Thank you. Take care.